morning church so glad you joined this morning to worship the lord what a powerful wonderful way to come together and worship the lord i want to tell you this before i start sharing the word the lord is immensely pleased with you i don't know who is this for but the spirit of god put this burden in my heart to speak that over you maybe this weekend you had a hiccup you had a hangover or you just had a a, a mess up situation and you feel so condemned the spirit of god wants to remind you this morning or if you're watching this evening he wants to say this to you he is immensely in love with you god loves you because he has chosen to love you amen so beautiful let's take a moment to pray because i believe the lord has an amazing word for us but i believe this word is going to bring us to your place not just for this time for the times to come let's just pray father we just want to thank you so much for what you are doing in our life through our life and i pray holy spirit that you will use this time to bring your word and i am just a servant a vessel pour your anointing release your word to your children because your children did not come here to listen to your man's voice but they came here to hear your voice i pray the presence of god will minister to them we thank you in jesus mighty name amen you know this morning i felt very strongly to talk to you about something that we all go through in our life we all go through either we have gone through or currently you are going through or you will be going through in the near future and the topic goes like this what to do when you don't know what to do <laughs> what to do when you don't know what to do perhaps you are in a crossroad perhaps you hit a dead end maybe the thing you thought will work out turned south maybe the relationship you cherished went sour maybe the kids are not walking up to the par maybe the boss is jealous and not courteous to you is being a jerk to you maybe your health is not so good maybe your dreams come to a standstill i don't know what it is but the spirit of god this morning put this impression in my heart and this whole week god has been putting this word in my heart what to do when you don't know what to do what to do when you don't know what to do and there are times you come and you say i don't know what to do i don't know how i came to this situation i don't know how i arrived here i thought this relationship will work out i thought this marriage will be successful i thought this situation will turn good i thought this job will pay me to pay my debts off i thought this this decision will help me to go better i thought this choice that i make will make me to go move further but everything is turning different i don't know what to do we all have come to that place we say that i don't know what to do what do you do when you don't know what to do that's what we're going to talk this morning if you're watching this evening that's exactly what we will be talking what to do when you don't know what to do and i have four principles we will be doing this all our life and i believe this are called life principles and i'm going to give you some bible examples because in this bible this bible that i have in front of me this is not a story book 
<laughs> this is not some kind of uh, myth that put together by some crazy lunatics. This is a spoken word of God, a written word of God. This word still is valid. It is written over 1500 years by three different languages, over 40 different writers. I don't want to call authors because there is only one author. His name is Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody say Amen. So it's written over 1500 years, different languages, different cultures. It talks about arts and media, education, science. It talks about life and philosophy, mess, relationships, you know, family mess ups, dysfunctional families, all those things. But in the midst of this, there is a silver line. God's sovereign hand working them, in them and through them to see his kingdom. Hallelujah. I don't know which time you're watching, but the spirit of God is reminding me to tell you, you may not know what to do, but I am here to tell you, the spirit of God is here to tell you that I am going to help you to overcome because the one who lives in you is not a dead God. The one who lives in you is not a God that was of the past. The one who lives in you is a God who is alive. Hallelujah. You know, few years ago, we were in LA. We were visiting, doing some ministry. And we met one of our dear friends, who happened to be also a doctor. And she looked at our son and she said, I need you to come to my home. Let's have a dinner. And I want to talk to you. And we went to her home. We had a beautiful dinner. And then she said, I need to give it to you. I think based on my understanding, my experience, my expertise, I'm looking at your son. I feel gutted to tell you this. Your son is autistic. And we, we had no clue. And personally me, my wife is at least from the science. She's, she's more into that uh, you know, she was a nurse and so she's familiar with this term and for me it was like, what the heck is that? I have to even, it's not only came as a shock, but I have to educate myself what it means to have a autistic child. And I tell you, at that moment, I came to your place and I said, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. They are calling names. I remember sitting in the front of the labor room in CMC. The Lord said, when my wife had an early labor pain and she was rushed to the hospital. And I remember sitting there. I just brought a tender coconut water. And I was just sitting there. And I saw the scripture and the Lord spoke to me. My son, your son is safe in the palm of my hands. And he said, you're going to call him Isaac, son of my joy. He confirmed it to my wife as well. So I just don't know what to do when I heard this. I was right there cutting the umbilical cord. All I know is this son is my gift from Papa. I said, God, when you give a gift, you never give leftovers. When you give a gift, you don't put anything that is not in your original design. Whatever it is your original design, I embrace it. And the Lord 
put the scripture in our hearts. Psalms 139. I want you to turn your Bibles to Psalms 139. The Spirit of God wants to remind us again now. Psalms 139. It's a beautiful, beautiful psalm. It says like this verse 13. For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I praise you. For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest part of the earth, your eyes saw my substance, yet being unformed. In your book they were all written. The days fashioned for me, when as it there was none of them. How precious are your thoughts, O God, to me. How great is the sum of them. If I could count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I'm still with you. She, so she gave the diagnosis and she said, you can try maybe second opinion, blah, 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 all those things. And I remember coming back to Velour, we went to CMC. We found a friend of us, we connected, we started talking and, and they said, okay, we need to do some therapy classes. We started taking him and I remember going with such a sense of confusion, what to do. But the Holy Spirit said, my original design for Isaac is different than the diagnosis. I started holding on to the promise. So every day before Isaac comes uh, to, uh, you know, before uh, we start the work, after shower, breakfast, me and Ash, me and Eunice will put the hands of on Isaac and Asha and we'll say, you created Isaac and Asha. You covered, you covered them in their mother's womb. We praise you. They are fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. Their frame was not hidden from you when they were made in the secret place. How precious are your thoughts, O oh God, regarding Isaac Asha. How vast is the sum of them. Were we to count them, they would not number the sand. When we are awake, we are still with you. We started declaring that. We started speaking life. Because my friends, when you don't know what to do, the one thing you need to do is to hold on to the opinion of God. Because the opinion of people change. The opinion of people may, flu may fluctuate. But the opinion of God never changes. The opinion of God never fluctuates. The opinion of God always the eternal, everlasting, permanent word of God tell you my friends we started speaking life <laughs> a few years down the road we went again to MA we were ministering we met this friend of us again she looked and she said I want to invite you again to our home for dinner we went again to home for dinner and she was eating we were eating she put her fork down she looked at me she said Charles did you do any therapy back home I looked her back and I said Yes, it's called God therapy. <laughs> she said, this is the word. I'm not embellishing it, adding any masala to it. She said, I am in this profession for so many years. I have never seen such a radical change like I see in Isaac, your son. What is happening? The original design of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> what to do when you don't know what to do. 
That's what we are talking about. My friends, I have written down four simple things that you and me need to do, what to do when you don't know what to do. First one, if you're taking notes, take notes. If you're not taking notes, take notes. First one, trust in the sovereignty of God. Trust in the sovereignty of God. Listen, your life, my life, majority of our life decisions, we never made it. Did you choose your eye color? Did you choose your ethnicity? Did you choose your parents? Did you choose your nationality? Did you choose your skin color? Did you choose your race? Did you choose your caste? Nothing. We are all born. Everything is 90% of our life. Even the color of your hair, you didn't choose it. After you're born and then you came, you saw all those MTV things and you said, well, my black is not good, brown, brown is not good, blonde, blonde is not good, pink, pink is not good, brunette. You kind of changed or you shaved, you, you kind of highlighted it. But, but you did not choose it. It's everything in the sovereign. Let's read with me the Esther chapter 4, verse 15 and 16. It's up on the screen. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Look at this verse 16. Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. If I perish, I perish. You know the story, right, Esther? The book of Esther, you know the story. This Esther went through severe challenge. What happened? There was a guy who rose against the Jewish people, wants to kill, obliterate completely the Jewish people. And Mordecai, her uncle, was saying, go and talk to the king, man. A woman, <laughs> she's like, I have the king as a, as a, as a pr protocol. He will lift up his rod only when you can go. But she said, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. Why? Because I don't trust in the man's formulas, man's agendas. I trust in the supernatural sovereignty of God. Do you know when Jesus came to earth? And he started his ministry in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. The first message before he preached to thousands of people, he first said this in the synagogue. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. My friends, I don't know what you're going through, but the spirit of God has put this in my heart to tell you this. Trust in the sovereignty of God. Trust that God's sovereignty is over your marriage. Trust in God's sovereignty is over your finances. Trust God's sovereign hand is over your children. Trust God's sovereign presence is over your, your, your family. Trust God's sovereignty is upon every area of your life. Though you may walk through the valley of shadow of death, remember the sovereign hand of God has led you. Just like the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness, the Spirit is going to lead you through the wilderness, out of the wilderness. Trust in the sovereignty of God. Come on, church. I just wanted to stop here for a moment. Open your uh, open your heart and lift up your hand and say, God, I invite you. I invite you. I want to come in this area of hurt, in the area of disappointment, in the area of in the mistrust, in the area of challenges, in the area of pain. I invite your presence. Lord, I know the sovereign hand of yours. You led me this far. You're going to lead me, Lord. Come on, church. Lift up your voice. Come on. Don't just stare at the screen. I am not here to entertain. I am here to deliver the word of God. The presence of God is here this morning. This morning the spirit of God wants to remind you. The sovereign hand of God. He is trying to tell you this morning. You may run out of all the challenges. We just had a prayer meeting. 
and me. And that's it's so amazing. The Lord put this word. He said, don't look for the key man. Look for the man who holds all the keys. Remember, it is not over until God says it's over. So trust in the sovereignty of God. Hallelujah. Number two. Number two. What do you do when you don't know what to do? Declare and hope in the promises of God. Declare and hope in the promises of God. That's what you need to do. David is an amazing example for that. You know, do you know something about hope? Hope is a present application and a future promise. It's up in the screen. Read it again. Hope as a present application and future promise. The, when you hope, there is a present application goes into this. So you may go through so many challenges, but you take the promise and you have put that in your present situation. What happens? It brings you to the future promise that God will lead you to. Read with me 1 Chronicles 28, 9 and 10. This is what David says. You know, God is at the end of his tail end of his life. And you want to build a big tabernacle. God said, your hand is full of blood, man. But I promise you, I'm going to raise a son out of you. And this son of yours will build a tabernacle for me. Wow. And look what he's saying. First Chronicles 28, 9 and 10. You, my son Solomon, acknowledge God, your father. Serve him with a wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire and every thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will reject you. Consider now, for the Lord has chosen you to build a house as a sanctuary. Be strong and do the work. Be strong and do the work. What do you do when you don't know what to do? You declare and trust and hope in the promises of God. Hallelujah. You declare and hope in the promises of God. There are some promises God has given me. It's very personal for me. I can loan it to you, but you got to give it back. These are some promises. Psalms 2.8. Ask of me. I will give you the nations of the world. So when I see a world map, there are some nations that the Lord has not taken yet. I say, God, give me Moldova. Give me Macedonia. Give me Croatia. Give me those nations, Lord. Give me the Eastern European countries. Give me those African countries. Give me the West African countries. Give me this. Give me this Southeast Asian countries. Give me this all the Silk Road. The Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, Afghanistan, Uzbekistan. Well, you know, all Turkmenistan. All those stans. Stan means land. Give me those land, Father. Open doors. You know, what's your promise? I don't know, brother. I don't know. I'm just coming to church. <laughs> no, no, no. Every Christian, you need to have a promise. What is the promise God has given to you? You know, there are some, another promise I have. Psalms 27, it says, uh, you know, I will not die, but live and declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. <laughs> Say to God, God, I want to declare your goodness. So many people in my country don't know your goodness, Lord. They live in poverty. They live in corruption. They live in idolatry. They live in a mess. They live, their, their eyes, their spiritual eyes are darkened. They could not see. They are educated rich, but they are still so blind. But Father, let the goodness of God will be declared. Not just the condemnation, not turn or burn. The goodness of the Lord will penetrate in the hearts and minds of people. Hallelujah. I can keep going like that. <laughs> if you're interested, 
I can keep going like that. There's tons of those promises. What's your promise? Take those promises. You know, recently I started to say, you know, the Lord put this word, you know, when, when we came here for like six weeks holiday, we came here for six weeks and turned everything turned south. You know, our tickets were cancelled. The people with OCA cards were not going in. My wife has got OCA card. You know, so many challenges. And we didn't have a house to stay. We don't have a car to drive. And we are suddenly we have to stay here for long. And we don't know. And the Lord gave me a promise. Call unto me. I will answer you. Call unto me. I will answer you. I tell you, my friend, you know, every week when we call upon the Lord, He miraculously sustains. He miraculously provides. He miraculously opens doors. Why? because we when we don't know what to do we got to do what we need to do hallelujah Hebrews 10 23 to 25 says let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful let us consider how to stimulate one another in love and good deeds not forsaking for our own assembling together this is the point I want to challenge you guys some of you because of all this COVID restrictions all blah 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 nonsense we can't come together but listen you need to plug in that's why we have life group we pray come on take opportunity to come don't leave it. Don't ignore my message. Come. We have a handful of people praying, trusting God for. If you have unavoidable circumstances, yes, I understand. But don't make a lame excuse. Our prayer, this guy is going to talk and he's being as No, don't, don't do this thing. Some of them have stopped assembling together as a habit for some, but encouraging one another. My friends, I want to encourage you. You know, are you coming together? as one family and giving to the Lord your prayers, your sacrificial giving, your tithes, your offering. And some of you are very regular, but some of you, you stopped giving. I don't know why. You know what's going on. You know, just you can never outgive God. This is the time, the most challenging time. Grab yourself and say, God, I trust in the promises of yours. I declare and hope in the promises of yours. Hallelujah. Marukatalama Shandulama. Number three. Number three, are you ready, church? Number three, surround yourself with people of hope. <laughs> surround yourself with people of hope. Surround yourself with people of hope. Look at this verse, 1 Corinthians 15, 33. This is from NIV. Don't be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. This is Paul writing. This is actually a quote from a Greek poet called Menander. He's, he was in the third 350 BC before that you know when he was born he he was a, became a great poet and he wrote this and I'm going to read it from the International Children's Bible look at this don't be fooled bad friends will ruin good habits this is Paul quoting from a, a Greek pagan poet and then he highlights it my friends when you don't know what to do who are you connecting with are you connecting with hopeless people are you connecting with people who want to pull you down? Are you connecting with people who don't add value to your life? Are you connecting with people who really don't care what's going on with your life? Or are you connecting with people who can speak life over you? Who can speak hope over you? Who can spring? Who can bring? Who can stand in the gap and intercede for you? Come on, church! Proverbs 13, 20 says, Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Wow! 
my friends, when you don't know what to do, you know, when we didn't know what to do with Isaac, when we don't know what to do with all those things that comes across, all we did is we grabbed some few people that we know they are not going to gossip about us. They are not going to tell about us in the name of prayer request and call it, you know, and gossip in the, and call it prayer request. They are going to go around and they're going to, they're going to kneel before the presence of God. They're going to pray. So we called a bunch of handful people that we could trust and we say, God, this is what we are going through. And Lord, Lord has given us this opportunity to connect with them. And you know what happened? The Bible says in James 5, 14, 15 says, Are there any sick among you? Then ask the elders of the church to come and pray over you sick and anoint them with oil in the name of our Lord. And the prayer of the faith will heal the sick and the Lord will raise them up. And if they have committed sins, they will be forgiven. You know, when we hit the road like this, when we hit the crossroads, when we hit those challenges, you know what happens when we don't know what to do? We just say, God, take us, surround us with people who can add value. That's why it's so important you're plugged in. Don't be a drifter. Don't just go here and there. Oh, that's so cool. That's so hip. That's nice. They are having fog missions in the worship. That church is AC. This is comfortable. They give biryani after lunch, after, after communion. All the, you know, just don't go around. Don't be a, you know, don't be a frog Christian. Plug in, plug in, plug in in one place. I speak life over you right now. In Jesus' mighty name, some of you are alone and you are saying, I don't know. I have no friends. The friends I know, they are pulling me down. The Spirit of God is encouraging you right now. He's saying to you right now. He's telling you right now. I'm bringing you people. This week, miraculously, God is going to bring people in your heart, in your mind. He's going to bring into memory. You're going to make the call. You're going to say, I need help text me text my wife what's up we have the same number hey we are going through challenges please pray for us you know what that's a sign of humility how are you ah fine fine by god's grace fine 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 everything is fine 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 but then you are crumbling inside you're imploding inside my friends my brothers my sisters connect Connect. Surround yourself with people of hope. Last but not the least, uh, this is very important. This is so beautiful. Don't give up because God has not given up on you. <laughs> Don't give up because God has not given up on you. James 1.12 says, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. Listen to the Passion Translation. I'm going to read to you. It's up in the screen. If in your faith remain strong, even while surrounded by life's difficulties, you will continue to experience the unfold blessings of God. True happiness comes as you pass the test with faith and receive the victorious crown promised to every lover of God. Are you a lover of God? <laughs> it depends brother no I believe that you are a lover of God then come to the place of not giving up you know this morning we were having this prayer time 
and the spirit of god reminded me about the moravian the moravians were the missionaries that went to caribbean islands they are from germany and they wanted to go to the caribbean to preach the gospel and they could not go because that place was reserved only for slaves because the colonial rule was there and they were just taking slaves from africa and different parts of asia they're dumping them there working on the sugarcane fields and these people are struggling but these people who are from the same colonial continent germany and they had this dream and god gave them a dream and the dream was to go there and preach the gospel and they checked out they could not go the only way they could go that they could sell themselves as slaves they sold themselves as slaves they went as captives to set the captives free come on they went as captives to set the captives free there are so many people who are incarcerated outside the prison than those people who are incarcerated inside the prison the spirit of god is saying don't give up because god has not given up you you are saying god i'm going to give up my dream i'm not going to aim high because aiming high means i have to lose i i, I lose hope because i think it's been written in hindi they say kismet it's written so i can't go over it it's the will of god we cover it up but the spirit of god is saying don't give up hold on to your promise hold on to your children hold on to your marriage hold on to your your family hold on and say god you called me is faithful hallelujah hallelujah the opinion of god is the most important opinion it is not over until god says over just like what jehoshaphat did in second chronicles 20 he ran out of all hope second chronicles 20 verse 12 he said go oh god will you not judge them for we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us we do not know what to do but our eyes are on you spirit of the living god is telling right now he is saying to you right now we don't know you may not know what to do but lift up your eyes come on church close your bible lift up your eyes i'm going to pray for a few minutes lift up your eyes and say god i lift my eyes to you i bring my concerns to you i bring my pain to you i bring my disappointment to you i bring my challenges to you i bring my hurt to you i bring my anguish to you i bring my anxiety to you god is waiting for the divine swap god is saying bring this bring it i'm about to release because the more the longer you wait to not to give it to god the greater the pain is going to be so bring it to god and say god here it is i bring everything to you and god is going to bring a divine swap and he's saying thank you son thank you daughter for not giving up the more you don't give up i can still work with you the more you don't give up i can still work with you so god is in the business of working god is in the business of restoring god is in the business where he thought ashes god is saying beauty where you thought a mess god is seeing beautiful message out of it where you thought all the challenges god is bringing clarity where you see hopeless god is bringing a tower of brightness of joy of deliverance come on my friends this morning or this evening the spirit of god is reminding you again you need to do what you need to do when you don't know what to do trust in the promises of god never give up surround yourself with people <laughs> cry out to god and say god i trust in the sovereignty of god yes i'm going to keep declaring your promises and lord help me to surround myself with people who can add hope into my life and i'm not going to give up 
my friends i believe the lord is about to release his supernatural favor over you but listen listen this is what i want to tell you sometimes god allows these things i'm not saying this that god is a pessimistic he loves to punish you sadden your heart but sometimes in the wisdom in the sovereign wisdom of god he allows this why because he wants you to embrace him as his life there are times that we just get stuff from god and do our own little thing but the time for that is over now the spirit of god is saying now i want you the jesus must be your greatest treasure that you ever possess hallelujah there's a scripture i can't find the address it says like this when you have tried me i will come forth as a pure gold god is doing that in your heart so father i pray for my brothers and sisters i pray that you will strengthen them they don't know what to do but now they know what to do when they don't know what to do oh papa i pray that you will strengthen them this week and in the coming weeks they will hold on to your promise they will trust in your sovereignty they will declare your goodness they will surround themselves with people of hope and they will not give up lord i pray for your strength and your mercy and if there are anybody watching here for the first time you don't know about jesus you heard about him but you have never invited him the bible says if you confess with your mouth that jesus is the lord and you believe in your heart that he raised from the dead you are born again because with your mouth when you confess it results in salvation with your heart when you believe it results in righteousness god is saying this morning whoever is watching invite jesus in your heart and let him build your life like you never imagined let his life will be abundantly full in you father we thank you we thank you for your word we hold on to your word we thank you for your promises we say yes to your promises yes to your word yes to your ways yes to your life yes to you jesus hallelujah in jesus mighty name amen i love you guys God loves you more than anybody else. Hallelujah. Ciao, ciao.